episode one. In this initial episode, you'll get to meet your host, Calvinist Picard, as well as have a discussion of stories, sci-fi, and faith. You know, there's a simplicity to the universe that we tend to complicate, and which is amplified here on planet Earth. We have a tendency to latch on to various things to help process what we see and hear every day. Today will largely be an introduction with lots of introspection and an overview of what to expect in future episodes. Captain's Log will be hosted by Calvinist Picard, of course, and occasional guests will also appear on the show to discuss various topics. Speaking of which, we'll discuss topics like theology, philosophy, sci-fi, culture, humor, and other random musings along the way. The intention is to have monthly episodes with the occasional supplemental Captain's Log thrown in. You can check out Captain's Log on CalvinistPicard.com, and of course, eventually, we'll also be on iTunes. Well, let me introduce you to Calvinist Picard and talk a little bit about where the idea for the Twitter account came from, and then why a blog, and then why a podcast. In terms of the Twitter account, it really stemmed from stumbling across Calvinist Batman and Arminian Superman and seeing the way they were able to engage with one another and engage with ideas and topics and still maintain a little bit of lightheartedness along with the serious topics that they were addressing. And that really resonated with me. In context of the Anon world that really sprang up almost exponentially, there were so many different accounts that were launching, and I thought, well, what could I do that might be unique? Uh, there were lots and lots of superhero anonymous accounts, and I thought, well, I'll combine my appreciation for Star Trek and my love of theology, and so Calvinist Picard was born. And as I'm sure you're aware, Twitter does provide a medium of communication, but it does so in quite a limited way. So, subsequently, I did decide to launch a blog, which I periodically update and uh, put information out in that format as well. And then now, to do a podcast, which I'm really excited about. So, Calvinist Picard could really be summed up in three words. Theology, philosophy, and humor. So we'll take the first word, theology. In terms of my theological background and perspective, I would certainly say that I come from a Reformed perspective. However, it wasn't always so. Really growing up and then throughout my high school years, I really had a fundamentalist background and then really had a theological revolution take place my freshman year in college and, and then throughout seminary. Now I would say that my perspective is probably one that would be um, categorized as Reformed, but I'm extremely open-minded when it comes to engaging with alternative perspectives and being able to have a conversation with someone about what the Word of God teaches and being able to see different thought processes throughout the conversation. In terms of philosophy, I've always been intrigued by ideas, the history of ideas, how ideas have come to be what they are today, how they shape the way we think, and how they shape the way we interact with culture, and how they shape the way we interact with church, and how they shape the way we interact with one another in so many ways. And so you'll see that philosophical side probably come across as well. In terms of humor, well, I'll just have to be honest. It's probably best described as stemming from early episodes of The Simpsons, Late Night with Conan O'Brien, and even at an earlier age, Looney Tunes. So that's a little bit about what forms the persona of Calvinist Picard. Well, today's episode really is about stories, sci-fi, and faith. And so we'll turn our attention now to just that. 
You know, stories have a powerful way of piercing through to the heart, whether it be traveling through the wardrobe into Narnia or boldly going where no man has gone before, it resonates with the human spirit. When you think about it, sci-fi is just a new and fresh way to tell stories that can do just that. Powerful themes of sacrifice, forgiveness, redemption, courage, human frailty, or even tragedy all move us in various ways. We may be spurred on to action, brought to deep contemplation, or even moved to tears. Jesus told parables that captivated the heart as well as the mind, and made a point to its first listeners and to listeners today. One of my personal favorites as of late is found in Matthew chapter 20, verses 1-16. through 16. The passage reads as follows, For the kingdom of heaven is like a master of a house, who went out early in the morning to hire laborers for his vineyard. After agreeing with the laborers for a denarius a day, he sent them into his vineyard, and going out about the third hour, he saw others standing idle in the marketplace. And to them he said, You go into the vineyard too, and whatever is right, I will give to you. So they went. Going out again about the sixth hour and the ninth hour, he did the same. And about the eleventh hour he went out and found others standing. And he said to them, Why do you stand here idle all day? They said to him, Because no one has hired us. He said to them, You go into the vineyard too. And when evening came, the owner of the vineyard said to his foreman, Call the laborers and pay them their wages, beginning with the last up to the first. And when those hired about the eleventh hour came, each of them received a denarius. Now when those hired first came, they thought they would receive more. But each of them also received a denarius. And on receiving it, they grumbled at the master of the house, saying, These last worked only one hour, and you have made them equal to us who have borne the burden of the day and the scorching heat. But he replied to one of them, Friend, I am doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for a denarius? Take what belongs to you and go. I choose to give to this last worker as I give to you. Am I not allowed to do what I choose with what belongs to me? Or do you begrudge my generosity? So the last will be first, and the first last. What does this stir in my heart? Well, you know, we live in a merit-based society. Christ has ushered in a grace-based kingdom. The depths of our dependence on our service and works go deep, but His grace goes deeper still. Of course, Scripture is the primary means through which we receive knowledge of God and the Spirit works in our hearts to transform us. But other stories can have quite the impact as well. Can you remember the first scene in a movie that brought you to tears? Where were you the very first time that you simply could not put a book down, but had to finish it because it gripped you so? We could all think of those various instances in our lives where stories have resonated with us and moved us in multiple ways. While Star Trek has its fair share of stories, it is certainly not written from a Christian point of view. Nonetheless, it does wrestle with spiritual and philosophical themes, which I must confess I find entertaining and even edifying in a culture where there seems to be a drought of meaningful stories. Speaking of meaningful stories, within the Star Trek universe and um, among all the different series, probably my favorite episode overall, uh, and it was an episode which really received uh, great critical reception, was in the pale moonlight on Deep Space Nine, in which we see uh, Captain Sisko initially making a log entry recounting the events of the past couple of weeks 
in which he was involved in uh, bringing certain people and individuals on board in order to try to get the Romulans to participate in what was known as the Dominion War. As the episode goes on, it becomes very clear that Captain Sisko is wrestling with the decisions that he's made. He's had to compromise his values and convictions numerous times, but all in an effort to uh, win uh, and to ultimately do what he considered to be good. At the conclusion of the episode, we find Captain Sisko sitting and contemplating, uh, recalling his journal entry, his own captain's log, and uh, eventually reciting to himself that he can live with the actions that he's taken, only to, at the very conclusion of the episode, delete the log entry altogether. It was a very powerful episode. It was great storytelling, and it has a way of resonating with the viewer in multiple ways. And so, of course, the viewer is faced with questions like, do the ends justify the means? Uh, There are certainly... Uh, aspects of this that are applicable today as we contemplate large issues like war and morality and ethics and various other things. So this was probably Star Trek storytelling at its best. Uh, There are numerous other episodes across all the various uh, series and of course in the movies that tell great stories along those lines. I'd really enjoy the opportunity to hear from you. Take a moment to connect with me at calvinistpicard.com. Click on the first contact tab there at the top of the website, and you'll be able to contact me either through the online form. Of course, you could also email me directly at calvinistpicard at gmail.com, or you can uh, submit a Google form there on the website as well. Tell me about the passage of Scripture or the story within God's Word that really resonates with your heart as of late. Uh, which passage really presses the truth of the gospel in in a meaningful way. Tell me about which episode within all the series or movies of Star Trek really has impacted you or made you think or resonated in a way that was meaningful. Take a little bit of time to connect with me and I'll try my best to feature some of those on the next episode. Well, it's actually worked out that episode one will uh, be put online on Reformation Day also known as Halloween, but I prefer to say Reformation Day. And I thought it would be fitting as we get ready to conclude uh, the first episode to share uh, from a devotional book that I have called Faith Alone, which is an adaptation of uh, various writings from Martin Luther. And on this particular day, uh, it is called Only One Gospel, and it expounds upon the text of Ephesians chapter 4, verses 4 through 6 says, There is one body and one spirit, just as you were called to one hope when you were called, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. It goes on to say, All the apostles taught one message, so we must be careful when we talk about four evangelists and four gospels. Everything the apostles wrote is one gospel. The word gospel means nothing other than an announcement about God's grace earned and purchased through Christ by his death. Actually, the gospel is not what we read in books and what is written with letters. Instead, it's a living word, a voice that rings throughout the whole world. It is publicly proclaimed and heard everywhere. The gospel also is not a law book that contains many good teachings. 
as has been thought in the past, doesn't tell us to do good works to become virtuous, but announces God's grace to us, given freely and without our merit. It tells us how Christ stood as our representative. He paid for our sins and wiped them out so that we can become faithful and blessed through his work. Whoever preaches or writes about this teaches the true gospel, as all apostles have, most notably as Paul and Peter did in their letters. Although preachers teach in different ways and choose different words, they preach only one gospel. It may be a shorter or longer account. It may be presented briefly or more extensively. But if the preachers teach us that Christ is our Savior, that we are justified by faith in Him without works, then it's the same word. There is only one gospel, just as there is only one faith and one Well, I'd like to take this opportunity to thank you for listening to episode one of Captain's Log. This is certainly a new endeavor for me, but one that I'm excited about. Hopefully, as time goes on, you'll be able to sense an improvement in the show and just the way we're able to engage with topics and the way we're able to incorporate guests and various perspectives on all these different avenues of theology and philosophy and sci-fi. Our very next episode will actually be on politics. I thought this would be a great opportunity once the dust settles, once tempers are a little less contentious than they are right now, for us to be able to talk about that and to really engage with it in a meaningful way. So be sure to tune in for episode two where we'll talk about politics. I'd like to thank you again for tuning in to episode one and remind you to visit calvinistpicard.com. Be sure to go to the first contact tab where you can communicate with me and let me know exactly what you thought about episode one, what you'd like to hear in future episodes. And you can also remind me of what your favorite passage or story in scripture is as of late or your favorite episode of Star Trek or your favorite story within the movie universe as well that really resonated with you lately. Remember that not even Warp 9 can separate us from the love of God. Well, thanks for listening again to episode one of Captain's Log. I hope that you'll tune in for episode two, which will hopefully be up by the very end of November. And at that point, we also hope to be up on iTunes as well. Well, several of you mentioned on Twitter when you found out that I'd be doing a podcast that you hoped that the show would be done in Patrick Stewart's voice. Well, I'm sorry to disappoint you. Despite my best efforts to try and sound more like Sir Patrick Stewart, I simply wasn't able to. So, you'll have to settle for my voice instead. I hope you'll still continue to listen. Thanks again for listening to episode one. And you'll still be able to enjoy the pretty cool theme music, which should be kicking in any minute now. <laughs>